once again welcome and greetings from Elfie's World. This is the place where we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe, maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. Wow, I'm so glad that you decided to join us. Now, today, we're presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, these are true stories which have well, often been excluded from the pantheon of history for whatever reason. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. This is episode number 40, and it is entitled, Grandma Was a Spy. <laughs> so, kick back, relax, <laughs> and enjoy. She was an immigrant, a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a pacifist, oh yes, and a spy for the Continental Army during the American Revolutionary War. But uh, who was this unique woman? Well, her name was Lydia Barrington Dera. Born Lydia Barrington in Dublin, Ireland in 1729, she married her family's tutor, William Dara, in 1752. The next year, Lydia and her husband emigrated to Philadelphia. Now, while William continued to work as a teacher, Lydia became a midwife. Soon they found themselves busy raising their own five children. Now, both William and Lydia were very active Quakers and ardent pacifists. However, when the fighting with the British broke out, their oldest son, Charles, was the first to join the Continental Army, serving with the 2nd Pennsylvania Regiment. Soon after William Howe's arrival in the colonies in the spring of 1775, Howe took command of all the British troops located there. By the fall of 1775, he and his troops were occupying Philadelphia. Well, almost immediately, Howe decided to set up his headquarters in a house across the street from the home of William and Lydia Dara. Well, soon he decided he needed more room. So Howe informed the Dara family that he would have them move out of their house so that he and his officers could use it to conduct military meetings. When Lydia heard of Howe's decision, she contacted her cousin, who was serving in the British Army. Well, with the help of her cousin, Lydia was able to convince the British general to allow her and her husband to remain living in the home while their parlor was being used to conduct military planning meetings. Because it was well known the Dara family were both Quakers and pacifists, Howe and his men did, well, they did not feel their presence of any threat to British intelligence. Little did they know 
this was all part of a master plan by Lydia to do some big-time spying for the Continentals. What was even more remarkable, she never told her husband of her plan to spy on the British. I mean, had she been caught, it would have been ruled treason, which would have meant death for all those involved. Lydia did not want to place her husband's life at risk. Well, it proved to be an ingenious plan. Lydia continued to take an active part in the Quaker community, never showing any interest in the efforts of the colonials and, and their fight for independence. All the while, she was living on a daily basis in the same home in which the British were making their battle plans. Lydia would unobtrusively gather information from the British meetings. Then, through coded notes, she would have that information passed along to her son Charles without her husband ever knowing. But uh, was a Lydia able to collect any information of any importance? which may have made a difference to the war efforts of the colonials and, and their fight for independence? Well... Now, originally, the information that Lydia passed on to Charles and the Continental Army, well, it was of little strategic importance. But then, on December 2nd, 1777... Lydia at last had the opportunity for which she had been waiting. The British military officials informed Lydia that because they had a strategic meeting planned for that very evening, she and her husband would have to stay in their bedroom during the duration of the meeting. She was told that they would be informed when the war council was concluded so that they could leave their bedroom. Well, dutifully, Lydia and her husband slipped off to their bedchambers and prepared to bed down for the night. Soon, Lydia's husband was sound asleep. Now, being ever so careful not to wake her husband, Lydia crept back to a position close enough so that she could hear everything that was being said, but without being seen. And did she get an earful? It seems the British were planning a surprise attack against General George Washington and his men, who were quartered at White Marsh, just 16 miles north of Philadelphia. If Washington and his men were, were to be caught by such a surprise attack, why well, could be mean the end of the entire army and, and the loss, possibly, of the American independence? And the attack was to take place in just two days' time. Well, 
realizing the urgency of the information which she possessed. Lydia knew there was not enough time to risk using a messenger to deliver such important military knowledge. Knowing the survival of both General Washington and the Continental Army lay in her hands, Lydia decided to take charge of the situation. And so, the next day, she approached General Howe in person. Lydia very longingly told General Howe that her younger children had been sent to stay outside of Philadelphia for their safety. Now, this was a very common practice of the day. She very sadly explained to General Howe that, well, it had been some time since she had seen them. Then, explaining how much she missed them, Lydia asked the general's permission to visit her young children. Now, she also explained that, well, because she had been doing some extra baking for his men, she had run out of flour. She asked if she could have permission to go to the Frankfurt Mill, which was just a few miles northeast of Philadelphia, to get some more flour. Well, without giving it another thought, General Howe granted Lydia's permission to both of her requests. With her official pass, signed by General Howe himself, gripped tightly in her hand, Lydia began the long walk north through the British lines. Stopping only briefly at the mill to get some flour, she then proceeded on to the Rising Sun Tavern, a well-known Patriot message center. Upon entering this tavern, she immediately recognized a General Elias Boudinot from the Continental Army who was sitting at one of the tables having a pint of ale. Well, Lydia proceeded to approach him, carrying the message securely hidden in an old cloth needle book. Upon identifying herself and her mission, she proceeded to pass the information on to Colonel Boudinot, who in turn delivered it safely to George Washington. Now because of the advanced warning provided by Lydia, General Washington and his troops were prepared for the British attack. After a few days of light fighting, it became clear to General Howe the advantage of surprise had been lost. And so he withdrew his men back to Philadelphia. General Washington and his army had been spared, having sustained no major losses. Well, by the time that General Howe returned to his headquarters in Darrow's home, he began to suspect that Someone may have betrayed his plan. Well, feeling it might have been some member of the Darrell family, he questioned Lydia. However, she kept her cool and merely explained how, well, because of his own order, she and her husband had been in their bedchambers asleep all night. She was so convincing 
General Howe finally decided she must be telling the truth. A year later, the British left Philadelphia, and Lydia and her husband finally were reunited with their children. It also brought an end to Lydia's career as a spy. Unfortunately, because of their involvement in the war, both Lydia and her son Charles lost their membership in the Quaker Society of Friends. In 1783, Lydia's husband, William, died. Three years later, Lydia moved into a new home and then proceeded to run a store until her death in 1789. Now, in 1827, Lydia's daughter, Andera, published the story of her mother's work as a spy. Well, as one might expect, over the next 50 years, people began to question the uh, veracity of her mother's story. However, in 1909, the memoirs of Colonel Elias Bedeno were finally published. Now, that was the soldier that Lydia had met that fateful day at the Rising Sun Tavern. Well, his retelling of the story coincided exactly with that of Anne Dara's book. Thus, it corroborated Lydia's work as a spy and her involvement in the saving of George Washington and the Continental Army from a probable disaster. Now, while this story sounds like one written for a Walt Disney movie, I can assure you that it is both amazing and patriotically true. Well, there you have it. Episode number 40, entitled Grandma Was a Spy. It's part of our weekly series entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each week, we feel privileged to present for your enjoyment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true accounts from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. Now, as a listener to this program, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book. Oh, and that includes free shipping and handling anywhere within the United States. For more information, go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D. That's elfiesworld.com. And click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now... I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Counsel. Expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. 
Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Hoine Tomish for the Piano Introduction. Dee Demizic for Breakfast Piano Jingle. Piotr, one, two, and three for Jazz Piano Introduction. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning. Thank you. 